This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host Cherry Gregg. Hey, Flashpoint fam. I hope everybody's doing well. Well, I had to do this Flashpoint Extra because my phone blew up a couple of days ago after folks got wind that city council had passed a resolution to name a portion of North 59th Street after former Philadelphia Mayor Wilson Good Sr. Now, W. Wilson Good Sr. Way would extend a block in the 5400 block of North 59th Street towards City Avenue. It's in Overbrook Farms, where Dr. Good has lived for more than three decades. Now, Dr. Good, if you don't know, he was the city's first black managing director. He was the city's first black mayor. He served two terms, and he went on to serve in the Clinton administration. He also started a nonprofit that has helped hundreds of thousands of children. He's done a lot of great work. Now, Dr. Good, in case you didn't know, his policies helped to make a number of black millionaires and was a boon to black businesses. But May 13th, 1985, everybody knows the day, the the day that the city dropped an explosive device on Osage Avenue, demolishing that West Philadelphia block. The incident killed 11 people, including five children, all uh, part of the MOVE organization. Now, this, of course, was while the Reverend Dr. Good was mayor. So when the residents of Osage Avenue, um, the members of the MOVE organization and many residents of Overbrook Farms found out Mr. Good would be honored with a street naming, they were upset. And they called out City Councilman Curtis Jones, Councilwoman Jenny Blackwell, and others who approved the measure. It was done quietly, as are most street renamings. Got to give put that out there. And it was done without fanfare. There was no hearing. Now, Councilwoman Janie Blackwell, she signed on to the resolution and so told me she didn't even know it. Here's what she had to say. I didn't realize it was happening until last week in council. So um, I don't I didn't remember signing it. I didn't know we were here. I didn't know that it was passed and that they're having a ceremony. I didn't realize it either. So I think a lot of us were in the same boat. I should have been more careful. I'm not making an excuse for my actions. I should have been more careful, especially since uh, MOVE is in my area. All of it from uh, from the beginning, from day one. And uh, uh, with Lucian Blackwell, it's all been in my area. I should have been more careful and should have fostered discussions about it. So that I regret. Now, I also spoke to Councilman uh, Curtis Jones. He said Dr. Wilson Good is his mentor, and this is why he did it. I had no idea we were going to be a lightning rod for his whole referendum, but I do know that that was one day in Philadelphia that was um, horrible, but I know he served 10,000 days after that, and he's made a difference in the city of Philadelphia. As a young man, he was my mentor. Um, and I don't have many of them, uh, but he was someone who broke the color barrier, being the first African-American mayor in the city of Philadelphia. He has gone on since that tragedy uh, to uh, run Amici, which deals with uh, young people whose uh, parents are incarcerated. He has served as deputy director of public education under Clinton. And so I know uh, 
based on personal conversations with him, he was remorseful. What I did not estimate was that some uh, wounds heal slower, even after 30 years, and that the Africa family was hurt by this. And we want there, the, 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 the only good thing to come out of this is maybe, just maybe, there might be reconciliation at some point about what happened that day and forgiveness. Yeah, and I want you to get a two-shot. And so, you know, as we, we talk about this, and so you're hoping that this will start some type of community conversation. So when that sign goes up, it's not just for the good things he did. It's for the rough days he had and the tragedy of move. So when people look at that sign, they begin the discussion and begin the dialogue. For some people, he'll be remembered as the first African-American mayor. For other people, he'll be a manager of the most horrific tragedy in the city of Philadelphia. But the discussion begins and he's a part of our history. Yeah. Well, what about the folks who say this city council was sneaky, that this should have been something that was discussed and not slid through on the last day of the council session? So you know we have to follow uh, rules of advertisement and we have to uh, have public comment on it and we do that and we don't believe we did anything sneaky nor would we ever intend to do something like that. But um, obviously we didn't do enough and people are upset and, and rightfully so. So the people who want to protest, they should. The people who want to discuss, they should. The people who want to forgive, they should. And so the, the, the naming, I understand it's a commemorative naming. It won't change 59th Street. It'll just be an honor to uh, Reverend Good. I mean, that's going to move forward. That's going to move forward, and the, the, hopefully the discussion and the healing will begin. So I had to sit down with Dr. Wilson Good. After all, he did not ask for the honor, but he told me that he humbly accepts it. Here's what he had to say. A man who did so much good but has a major black eye because of what happened on Osage Avenue 33 The city council ago. passed the resolution to name a portion of North 59th Street the area in which you've lived after you. Um, so congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Uh, it's my pleasure to uh, have that honor. It's always uh, it's always a pleasure when other people uh, think enough of you and without your knowledge uh, decide they want to honor you. And so how did you find out about it? Uh, I found out about it when uh, when someone from Councilman Jones sent me a proposed uh, proposed resolution uh, that they that he was going to introduce the next day and asked me whether or not it was accurate. Uh, I made some editorial changes to it uh, and uh, sent it back to them. Uh, and then they sent me another one. I made a few more editorial changes, just factual things that were uh, that well, uh, soon, uh, but I, uh, that's how I found out about it. I found out about it uh, through, uh, through one of his staff people. Yeah, and then it was introduced, I understand, on June 14th, and it passed on uh, J- June 21st um, without any re- any discussion, but it passed. I mean, mass majority of the folks signed, even signed on to it, and it was it set this week to take place. The ceremony is set to take place this Friday, correct? Uh, the ceremony is to take place this Friday between 10 a.m. and 12 noon. 
in the 2400 block of North 50th Street, so, uh, where I've lived for now 33 years. Yes, very nice area, by the way. And so when you heard, of course, a lot of, I don't know, you know, a lot of folks from the community started calling me, um, started last week, where people heard about this upcoming renaming, and some were very upset. Were you surprised that folks were upset? Uh, I am. I'm never surprised uh, that when you when you're mayor of a big city for eight years and dealt with uh, multiple controversial issues over a period of time, you will always find people that don't like you and some who outright hate you. Uh, and uh, I'm never surprised that people are opposed. Uh, but what I would point out here is that after. Uh, the move incident uh, that I was reelected and I was able to, after the move incident, to defeat uh, former Governor Edmund Dell in the primary election uh, by 16 points and to go on and defeat again Frank Rizzo in the general election uh, by four points. So I uh, feel that people of the city uh, support me and have supported me, and there are some who don't. Uh, but you find that with every elected official, uh, and you can never do anything to satisfy all the people. Yeah, and I and I do find that because you know I saw you, uh, you know, at the you know Philadelphia Tribune most influential event. I was co-host. You were being honored there. You, a lot of people love you. I've talked to business owners who said that they would not have had the success that they have if it were not for the policies that you uh, instituted during your tenure. And so, um, but, but at the same time, you know, when I spoke to the, the move organization, people like Pam Africa, Michael Africa, uh, you know, uh, Gerald Renfro, who lives on that block, you know, even some of the residents from the Overbrook area, they were very upset. And so, um, and, and some of them said that they felt like it was it was there should have been a discussion about this. Do you feel like there needed to be any discussion? Uh, I if that should have been a discussion, it should have been held by city council. Uh, this is not something that I did. It is something the city council did. So whatever the process is for resolutions being passed, uh, uh, I assume that is up to city council to uh, to do it. Uh, I think that the 100 other uh, naming ceremonies of this nature had in a discussion in city council, I had in, in a discussion in the neighborhood. They were just simply done by resolution, uh, and the signs went up, uh, and they're still up throughout the city. Uh, and I would just remind that I'm the 100th person, and I think that if you look at the list of those folks who have been honored, uh, that there may be a, a dozen or so who are well-known, but I don't think anyone on that list has the kind of uh, achievement that I've had in my lifetime, uh, and therefore I feel if they can be on the list, that I should be on the list as well. Yeah, and and one of the things that the folks said to me today, um, you know, Reverend Good, is that they said, look, you know, he did a lot of great things. You know, they, you know, and this is from Mr. Renfro and uh, Mr. Africa. You know, they said he did a lot of great things, but none of that in their eyes is 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 going to ever outweigh what happened in May on on Osage Avenue 
1985. Your, your response to that? My response is that I would ask each of them uh, to ask to be judged based upon a bad day that you may have in your life. Uh, I would ask them to think about what they're saying, uh, and that is that uh, there are there are bad things that happen to good people uh, every day uh, uh, around the country, uh, and I don't think that anyone should judge anyone on one thing that happened that was negative that resulted in the loss of life. And let me say clearly. I grieve every time I drive by Osage Avenue uh, about the loss of life, about the loss of the lives of children and adults, and the loss of the property uh, and the memories that went uh, with that. Uh, and I just think that, uh, that I have always uh, taken responsibility as a person in charge and that does not mean, that does not mean, uh, let me say it clearly, mean that I personally did anything that they, that caused the action. There are people who say I ordered uh, what happened. I did not order it. Uh, I was told about it. I misunderstood what was said to me. Uh, and in hindsight, I should have asked more clarity on what they were saying, but I thought I understood uh, what they were saying, uh, and that had anyone said to me, uh, look, uh, Mayor, we're going to uh, take a helicopter and we're going to uh, go over the house and drop a explosive device on top of the house, I would have said, no way. Uh, that was never my understanding as to what was going to happen. If someone said to me, we're going to once we've done that and it causes a fire that we're going to let the fire burn, I would say that all of you know better than that. Put the fire out as soon as you see a flame. Uh, so I think that the point which I'm making is uh, uh, the decision made by people I've appointed uh, are also, uh, in the end, decision which I'm accountable for because I've appointed them and the people who elected me to office expected me uh, to be able to appoint good people who made good decisions. Uh, that is not always possible, uh, and therefore I continue to feel accountable for their action, although it is not something I personally would have done and would have personally been uh, totally and absolutely opposed to the action which was taken by the police commissioner and fire commissioner. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and I and I will point out that that I had talked to, you know, multiple people with the move organization and most of them, they, they tell me, they say, you look, you know, he had worked with us to try to free the move nine before this incident occurred. And, and that was part of the build up to, to this this incident. And so you you had actually been been helpful before this happened. Well, well, the uh, the move organization. Uh, and I, in fact, I was talking to my assistant, Shirley Hamilton, today. Uh, and she reminded me uh, again, uh, she was working with me in the manager and director office and said to me, uh, they used to walk in. And, and when you were in meetings, she said to me, you sent me in uh, to deal with them until you could come in and talk with them. And there was an open door uh, for them in my office. And my door in the mayor's office would have been open as well 
had they chose to come to see me and talk with me. Yeah. And so this is, uh, you know, this is something that, you know, has been just here. This is a wound for the city, you know, and I've, I've talked to a, a lot of members of the move organization. I've, I've talked to the neighbors on my street, which is currently being uh, renovated. You know, the houses are currently being rebuilt. So, I mean, a large part of this, you know, Reverend, is is because, you know, folks are still dealing with it real time. Do you agree? Well, well, yeah, I, yeah, they're dealing with in real time. And the contractors that uh, went out there uh, did not do a uh, real good job. Uh, and uh, and that was like adding salt to the wound for their homeowners who lost uh, houses, lost possessions. Uh, and uh, from my point of view, uh, not, it, you know, it just added uh, uh, insult to injury by the way that the contractor dealt with the houses. And I've apologized for all of that. And sometimes there are things that are beyond your control. And if it happened on your watch, you take responsibility and you move on. The point which I would make is, I don't mind that every time someone talks to me, remind me about move. But I also want them to remind me uh, that I did uh, more for African-American contractors, more for African-American getting jobs in government than all the mayors uh, before me and since me combined. Uh, I want them to know that I... uh, gave contractors to uh, people who became multimillionaires uh, and are still in business and running those businesses today. I gave uh, contract to lawyers who uh, was in the red book. That means that they can do bond deals. Uh, I, I appointed more people to the red book than any other city in the country. Uh, what, what I'm saying is that uh, I started the homeless program in the city. I started the program for HIV/AIDS in the city. Uh, the skyline is something that I started. I went against tradition, and my mail ran one thousand to one uh, against that. But I stood up and took the leadership uh, to do it. Uh, and I just think that uh, that my record speaks for itself, and people should read it and judge me on the totality of my record, not on one day and said, that's a black eye. Yes, that's a black eye. And I will always, wherever I go, uh, acknowledge that there was uh, some things that went wrong in my administration. And for that, hold me accountable. But also give me credit for things that I've done. Yeah. Yeah. And this this is... Uh... I mean, this is something that is is definitely I feel like carried around, and and I and I know that they, you know, are still very upset, and a lot of this is because they're living, uh, living in real time. But I will say this: I mean, this was one of the things that Michael Africa said, and I'm not sure if you've heard this, but he asked, he said, "Look, you know, um, would you know Reverend Good help us with getting, you know, the Move Nine has been in for forty years. You were an advocate on the on the beginning. Um, would you?" help them now. They said, look, there's nothing that can be done, you know, in their eyes to, to really, you know, do whatever, but they, that, that would be a step. Would you do that? So, 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 so what, what he should know is that for the past 18 years, 
that my major effort uh, has been number one, children of incarcerated, where I organized the Amatra program in, in 2000. Mm-hmm. And since that time, have served in all 50 states more than 350,000 children uh, working with 6,000 churches uh, in all the states uh, and working with nonprofit corporations uh, as well. The second thing I've done is I've been involved in reentry, and that is uh, those who are returning from prison. And I've written uh, more letters than I can count uh, to uh, the uh, prison uh, parole board to others asking for parole. Uh, so the answer to the question is, in a minute, I would write a letter on behalf of those who are still in prison to the parole board, indicating that it is my view that they have, lo- they have served much too long already and should be released immediately. Uh, I will work with them in partnership with them to advocate for them uh, from my position of influence that I have in that regard. Yes. Uh, and would do so without reservation uh, wow. and with total humility. And I, and I think I, and I will relay that message and I will send this to them because, you know, I think that there's there's a lesson all in all of this. You know, uh, I did a show on Flashpoint, my show Flashpoint, where we talk about, you know, community healing. And this is a wound for Philadelphia. The, the move tragedy is a wound for Philadelphia. And at some point, I feel like everybody has to come together, have a sit down because we have to move forward. You know, the, there's so many issues that Philadelphia is on the forefront of. And people still are hurting from something that happened. And there's nothing we can do, unfortunately, to change this. And, um, you know, Reverend, I, I do have another question because, you know, folks were one of the things people said was, look, you know, we admit, you know, Dr. Good has done so many good things. Uh, but this is this is definitely a black guy. And, and and maybe he can, you know, get honorary PhDs and do so many things and get other honors, but a street, given the situation with this was a street. A- any response to that? I don't. I don't understand how someone can be upset about a piece of tin on a pole. I, I just don't. I just fail to understand. It's not. It's not renaming the street. It's just a piece of tin put underneath the street sign that says W. Wilson Good Senior Way. I don't understand why that uh, concerns people. I don't understand uh, what not doing that would do to heal. Uh, uh, It seems to me it's an attempt to uh, take something away from me that I've earned by uh, 60 years of hard work in this city, working from a black captain all the way up to the mayor's office, and then since that time, and even at age 80, I'm working, um, uh, running three nonprofit corporations, all of them to help uh, children of prisoners, to help people returning from prison, helping the homeless, and helping to bring uh, suburban and urban pastors together in the city. Uh, I do that every day now, and I work very hard at what I do. So I, I uh, think that uh, uh, that. They have a view on that, uh, but I don't think that uh, that if I said uh, let's end it, it's going to uh, result in any advancement in terms of a conversation. What we need to do is let the uh, let the sign be put up, and then 
let's start a conversation about where do we go from here. I'm open to spend the rest of my life uh, helping them to feel as if they are part of the city. And um, I think that they have a right to be like they are and do what they do. And I will defend their right to do it, as I did in the past and as I did in helping them. I think that the best, um, uh, the best uh, reference for what I would do in the future is what I did in the past. Uh, and every time they come to me, I respond in a positive manner to help them. Yeah. And I the do. The reason I've not done so in the last uh, 20 some years is no one has come to me and asked me. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is going to be a community meeting on Wednesday evening. Will you attend that? I don't know about that. What, what uh, I don't know, a community meeting where? Yeah, it's going to be at a church in Overbrook on 54. It's it's in, uh, I have it here. It's in, um, it's at a church in, um, in the Winfield, off of Winfield Avenue, I believe. And uh, folks are going to be talking about this. Um, I've been told, it said the, the meeting is at uh, Penn Memorial Church on oh, 5400. Yes, that's, that's a few blocks from me, yes. 5400 Avenue is tomorrow at 6. Uh, Councilman Jones is going to be there along with Councilman Blackwell and everybody's going to be there to talk about this issue. And But I, what I was told from Councilman Jones is moving forward. It's happening on Friday. It, and and this, he said, you know, Councilman Jones said, look, you know, this could be the start of a community conversation, a transformation, a healing opportunity. The, you know, council Councilwoman um, Blackwell is working on, you know, working with the folks to try to finally properly repair the area uh, that was damaged and and hopefully you know everybody just wants healing and, and to sort of um you know finally say okay this 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 thing happened but our city is is recovering from this and we're moving forward uh, i was not invited to the meeting mm-hmm. and um uh, by anyone i would uh if invited i would attend uh and i'm a- i'm not asking anyone to invite i'm simply saying that i was not invited to the meeting got it Okay. And was not aware of it. And I know the pastor of the church very well. Uh, he's a fraternity brother of mine. And so um, he, he did not call me. I assume that this is something that Curtis Jones arranged. Uh, city, I think it's a more of an issue with city council, very likely, because folks didn't feel like they were informed and that city council was being uh, sneaky in some way. That's what the residents and everybody told me. Um, the residents from that area? Some of the re- yeah, the residents from the area um, also uh, the you know, they just felt like no one knew about it, that it was kind of like they didn't know. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's 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 the issue there. And so I guess that's what the meeting is about. Well, uh, uh, I think so. I think that that uh, that um, uh, they, that's the um, uh, that is the Overbrook. Um, that is the uh, Winfield area. I live in the Overbrook Farm area. Uh, so 59th Street is the bottom line on that. Uh, so I, um, I I do understand what is being said. Uh, I uh, uh, do not plan to be there unless someone call me and invite me uh, to the meetings. And I'm not sure that is a meeting I ought to be at in any, any event. Yeah, I totally and I get it. Yeah. And, um, uh, because, and everybody knows who you are and how to get you. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, And it was not my decision. Uh, to do this. It was their decision and they need to explain why they did it. Yeah. Got it. Right. Well, I will say to you, uh, 
Dr. Good, um, thank you so much for talking to me about this issue and for being open about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I listed there's a lot of things that you have done that have been really good. And like I said, spoke to a lot of business owners who told me that they would not be where they are without the policies you instituted as mayor wow. of Philadelphia. So. This has been a Flashpoint Extra. I hope you enjoyed this exclusive content. You can follow the show on Twitter. Our handle is Flashpoint Show. My handle is Cherry Gregg. Flashpoint airs on KYW News Radio, 1060 a.m. on your radio dial every Saturday night at 9.30 and every Sunday morning at 8.30. You can also listen via live stream on KYWNewsRadio.com. If those times don't work for you, check out the Flashpoint Podcast where you can hear exclusive full content by logging onto the radio.com app, the Apple Podcast app, or other podcast platforms and search Flashpoint KYW. If there's an issue that gets you hot under the collar, let us know and we'll make it a show topic or a Flashpoint Extra like the one you just listened to. Flashpoint family, I truly appreciate your support. I'm your host, Cherry Gregg. Until next time, thanks for listening.